So I guess if this thing comes up short, he can field it and run it out. All right, here we go. 56 yarder. It's got, no, does not have the leg. And Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. He ran the missed field goal back. He ran it back 109 yards. They're not going to keep him off the field tonight. Holy cow. Oh, my God. Welcome to Prime Sports at KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. I'm Jack Varney, and with me are Chris Guyman and Garrett Rogan. We will be talking about games and news regarding college football and the NFL. So we're going to talk about college football first. We're going to cover Clemson versus Boston College, Ohio State versus Penn State, Oklahoma State versus Texas, and Michigan versus Michigan State. And then we're going to talk about next week right after. But first, we're going to talk about Clemson versus Boston College. Clemson won the game 34-28 to with uh, Trevor Lawrence's replacement. Um, true freshman DJ Ayugalale, or I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he went 30 for 41 passing, 342 yards, and two touchdowns. Then leading ACC rusher of all time, Travis Etienne, ran for 28, 20 carries for 84 yards and a touchdown. As I forget who he passed, but he now has about – Almost 4,500 rushing yards, I think, of all time, which is incredible. He also had seven receptions for 140 yards and a touchdown. And then their other receiver, Cornell Powell, had 11 for 105 yards on the receiving end. And Boston College, Phil Jerkovic, 204 yards for two touchdowns passing. The running backs didn't do very good, but their leading rusher was Travis Levy for, with 10 carries for 40 yards, zero touchdowns. And then C.J. Lewis had five receptions for 66 yards and a touchdown. Clemson surged in a comeback, and their defense was looking awful in the first half. Did not look like they did last year, losing key players like A.J. Terrell. Um, Notre Dame has a clear shot for the playoff if they beat this Clemson team next week. And, yeah, those are my takeaways of this game. Yes, um, so the other big game of the week, Ohio State, number three, Ohio State versus number 18, Penn State. Big game played on Halloween night. Ohio State, it, it wasn't really a close game. 31 to 13 going into the fourth quarter. Justin Fields, 318 yards, four touchdowns. Master Teague, 100 yards rushing and a touchdown. And Ohio State had two big receivers. Chris Olave with seven receptions, 120 yards, and two touchdowns go along with that. And Garrett Wilson with 11 receptions, 111 yards. Penn State couldn't really get anything going on offense. Sean Clifford, 281 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. But Jahan Dotson, eight receptions, 144 yards, three touchdowns, and a giant one-handed catch. It was a crazy catch. Two. Um, Ohio State just – they dominated them. It wasn't very close, even though the scoreboard said 38-25. to 25, It was just – it was all Ohio State. All the way. All right, so moving on, we had a really good game, which I was I, – I liked it. I was surprised kind of. Texas Longhorns and the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Uh, Texas came up on top in overtime. 
Uh, Oklahoma State had an early lead, but it wasn't too much. Texas came back, got it going, and then Oklahoma hit a field goal with five seconds left, pushing it into overtime. But from there, Texas just took over, scoring, taking the game. Uh, Spencer Sanders for Oklahoma, 27 for 39 with 400 yards, four touchdowns and an interception. Very impressive day from uh, Spencer Sanders. And Sam Ellinger on the other side, 18 for 34, 169 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Efficient outing for him. I I just don't like him. Don't like him. Don't think he's very good. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, 25 carries, 72 yards. Uh, Still a good game. Not insane. Only 2.9 average with a long of nine yards on a carry. Uh, Bijan Robinson, I think it is. Bijan. Bijan Robinson, uh, 13 carries for 59 yards. Not much better, but four and a half average. Oklahoma State receiving Tylon Tylon Wallace had a phenomenal game. 11 receptions, 187 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, For Texas, Jake Smith, seven receptions, 70 yards, and a touchdown as their leading receiver. Uh, Brennan Eagles, three receptions, 55 yards and a touchdown as well with a long of 41 yards. Um, It was looking good. Spencer Sanders did have two fumbles, though, which really – Yeah, he couldn't hold on to the ball the whole game. Yeah, it wasn't great. That's what really lost it for him, those key takeaways. Texas, I think, had like 13 of their points off turnovers in the first half. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was just – back and forth, but Texas stayed with it and came out on top. And Oklahoma, I think, has some work to do offensively, uh, more or less just getting the ball moving, getting getting the offense flowing and getting positive yards each time because Spencer Sanders, for I forgot to mention, had 16 total carries for 11 yards. So, now, I mean, I guess there's no playoff team in Big 12 anymore. Yeah, it doesn't really look Big like it. Big 12's out. Yeah. 12's done. We thought it was going to be Oklahoma State, but I guess not. So next game is Michigan versus Michigan State, which was hilarious to watch because I can't believe Jim Harbaugh still has a job. Um, He'll be fired. I think it, I think his contract ends after this year, so they're just going to praise. He doesn't give them like a losing record or something. It wasn't all his fault. I mean, Don Brown decided to play man-to-man defense and had no adjustments. I mean, they, they the, the whole entire game – Pretty much Michigan State was running double moves and scoring and all those. And this resulted in a huge game from Brock Lombardi or Rocky Lombardi. 323 yards, three touchdowns for Michigan State. Their running game was a little iffy. Jordan Simmons, 14 carries for 55 yards. But on the receiving end, Ricky White had eight receptions for 196 yards and a touchdown, which is pretty crazy. Now the QB for Michigan, Joe Milton, who was pretty hyped up through the ball 51 times for 300 yards, but no touchdowns, no takeaways. But obviously, 6'5", I think 240, he runs the ball a lot, so he ran for 59 yards on 12 carries with the running back, Hassan Haskins, running the ball eight times for 56 yards, and Roman Wilson, the lean receiver, with five catches for 71 yards. Um, So this... Michigan, after being Minnesota, people had high hopes for them. But Jim Harbaugh, I 
it's terrible because he hasn't done he hasn't made the college football playoff in his years coaching. He hasn't done anything. He just lost to Michigan State, who previously lost to Rutgers. I mean, this is terrible, and they're they're behind Penn State now. Yeah, I, I think they're gonna finish behind Penn State, even though Penn State starts the year 0-2. I just Michigan has always been Don Brown has always ran this man-to-man defense like every single year, and they always get burned by good teams. Michigan State isn't even that good of a team, clearly, but they, I mean, he just made no adjustments, and the coaching was just terrible this game, even though Michigan has lots of talent this year. All right, so now we're going to move on to next week and preview these matchups. we got Florida versus Georgia, which I'm going to cover first. This game is going to determine the whole entire playoff situation. Um, we're going to see if Stetson Bennett starts. I think JT Daniels should start, clearly. JT Daniels is the better quarterback. Stetson Bennett, just he, he played a terrible game against Kentucky, only scored 14 points. I mean, he's just not – he's not going to – he's not a playoff caliber quarterback. But then we got the high-powered Florida offense with Kyle, Strat, Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts. So this is going to be a good game, um, big rivalry. I think – I honestly think Florida should win this game because, sadly, Georgia has so many losses on defense. Richard LeCount just got in a motorcycle accident. Um He's fine next week, but I got Florida in this game. Um, moving on to the next game, we got number nine BYU versus number twenty-one Boise State. Everyone's saying BYU is looking like a playoff team, but I just I haven't seen enough out of them. They haven't played anyone very good. They just played Western Kentucky. I don't know their quarterback though, Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Is looking really good this year. He has he's thrown for over two thousand yards. He has nineteen touchdowns, along with only two interceptions on the year. I don't know how this game's going to go. Boise State, they're they're solid. They're not great. They last year they prevailed as a pretty good team until they played Washington bowl game and got smacked, and then it kind of set everything back to normal. So we'll see how this goes. I'm going to go with BYU though. Going off that, I wanted to briefly touch on Cincinnati and Houston. I like Cincinnati. I think they could be a a sleeper. People are starting to realize they're good. I think they're they're looking nice. I like what they're going. Um, The Lou Fickle and the Bearcats, they blew away Memphis, SMU, back-to-back statement wins in their conference play. Um, Houston's offense is just going up against something tough this week with uh, Cincinnati. Uh, They're leading defense in the AAC, top 15 nationally, and three of the major four categories, which is – but they're 32nd in uh, passing defense. So uh, with when Cincinnati's on offense, though, uh, coming off a brilliant performance by Desmond Ritter for Mm -hmm. uh, against Memphis – 21 for 26 with 271 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, it's just uh, Houston's Houston's defense also is coming off against a r- rough day against UCF. And I think Cincinnati's offense is just going to be too much for them. Uh, Cincinnati 
they're trying to push they're pushing for a spot in that uh new year's bull berth right now and uh i think they have i think they have an opportunity and i think they have to keep putting that uh pedal to the metal and keep on going because desmond ritter is he is very talented there i think they cincinnati even though they haven't really played many good teams i think they're gonna they have a legitimate shot at the playoff Mm -hmm. all right so the pac-12 is back this week may not make much of an impact but my favorite team usc is playing arizona state this weekend we got two of the most hyped-up QBs in the Pac-12. And obviously, I believe Keen Slavis is a lot better. Keen Slavis has weapons coming back in Tower Vaughns, um, Amon Ross St. Brown, four running backs that are extremely talented. Stephen Carr will be the lead back with Marquis Stepp, Veve Malape, and Keaton Christian, the other running backs in there. But Arizona State... Obviously, they have a very good coach. USC does not. We extended Clay Helton. I don't know how that's going to work out. But our defense, USC's defense was young last year, so I think I think we should win this game. The line, I think, is spread is about favoring USC by three points, which is pretty close. But I think I got USC by at least 10. Washington versus Cal. So this game just now actually got canceled mm-hmm. because – one of the Cal players got COVID and they're doing contact tracing. But if this game was played, I don't know. I think it would be a close game. Washington, they haven't decided their QB yet. It's still, there's still four options, but I think it's either down to Garbers or Sermon. Um, so I don't know who would win this game. I'm going to have to go with UW just because they're my team and I want to root for them. But, yeah, there's not much to say because it just got canceled and it it's not going to be played. So it's just out for the season. And I hope that we don't have any more games canceled or else we just can't compete for anything. Yeah. It's interesting because Cal has lost one player thinking they're just like, no, nah, we can't compete anymore. We're not good enough. So yeah. that's weird. Moving on to – the Stanford-Oregon game. Prime time. Stanford, they have to prove that their offense can deal. Um, Davis Mills, he, he's, he's good, but we'll see how he goes at for Stanford. Um, Oregon just has so much talent. They lost some guys. They lost Herbert, but Tyler Show, I expect him to show up and look pretty good. Uh C.J. Verdell, their lead, last year's leading rusher, and he's in pursuit of a third straight 1,000-yard rushing campaign. He's looking good. Their backups in Travis Dye and Cyrus Habibi Lakio, they're both looking good. Uh, their line's looking good. Their defense has some huge names. Justin Flo, the freshman. I want to see how what an impact he makes. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see, and uh, I think Oregon's just going to – blow him out this game to start off the season strong. Yeah, Kayvon Thibodeau, too. The freshman who had a spectacular year last year is sophomore this year, and Oregon's defense is going to be elite this year. All right, so we're at, we're at week 10 now. So as I mentioned when covering the Clemson versus Boston College game, we're going to talk about the college football playoff. 
for me, Alabama is clearly the best team in the nation, even though the AP polls, again, screw it up and give Clemson the number one. Um, I got Bama at the one seed out of probably – so I have Notre Dame beating Clemson this week. So I would have Ohio State at two, Clemson at three, because I believe once they get Trevor Lawrence back, they're beating Notre Dame in the ACC championship. And that is if most likely Clemson and Notre Dame go on to beat North Carolina. And then if Notre Dame obviously have four, but if Notre Dame does not win this week, either have Georgia if they beat Florida or Cincinnati if they went out. All right. My predictions, I'm going with this in order. I think the best team in the nation is Ohio State. Justin Fields, his second season at Ohio State, playing great. Then I got Alabama. Mac Jones is looking really good for them. So is Najee Harris. It's going to be a good year for Bama as well. I got Clemson beating Notre Dame, even without Trevor Lawrence. I just think they're the better team. Notre Dame hasn't shown much. They beat Louisville by five. I don't know. It's not not great for them. And then I got I got from the Pac-12, actually. I got Oregon. Oregon returns a lot of defensive starters and their running backs. And their all lines very good. They Tyler Schlow is apparently he's a very good quarterback. He's been behind Herbert for many years now, and I think he's just gonna he's gonna play well. That Oregon team's gonna run through the Pac-12, and it's gonna be tough. So that's mine in order. So you think Ohio State's the best team in the nation? Yeah, Ohio State's the best team in the nation. Well, I mean Alabama just shut out Mike Leach in his first time. Ever. I think Mike Leach pretty good. I think it's something to say about Alabama. And uh, going over to me, I think my top four are – I got Bama number one. I got Ohio State number two. I think – I kind of agree with Garrett. I think oh- Clemson has the better team and they should win this game, but I feel like without Trevor Lawrence, Notre, Notre Dame's going to – take advantage of the freshmen coming in at Q and give them a lot of pressure. And I think Notre Dame will end up winning this week. But when Trevor Lawrence is back, it's game over for any team in the ACC. Yeah. And then my last team, I think they're going to win out. They're, they look great. They play great. Cincinnati, love them. I think they are a team to watch, and I think they could end up getting in the top four for sure. Yeah. All right. So Pac 12 is back. Let's do a quick Pac 12 champ. I think here's the thing. So Oregon has to compete with some better teams in the Pac 12 North, but USC only has Arizona State and possibly UCLA with DTR, but I don't think there's many competition there. So I think USC's, it's going to be USC versus Oregon, but I think USC is going to win because I just believe they're a better team with a way better QB, top five QB in the nation. I got Oregon being USC in the Pac-12 championship. I think Oregon's just too much, too much for them is returning. They got a lot of experience. It's just, it's hard to not pick Oregon. Uh, I agree. I, I, I like USC. I think USC is a good team, but there's just too much talent to not pick Oregon. And I see why you're picking USC. You're in favor of them because you love USC and it's reasonable. It's a reasonable answer to pick USC winning. I think they are a clear number two behind Oregon. 
but I think or- there's just too much on Oregon. There's too much going on there. Yeah, USC usually is if USC doesn't choke or get shocked by Oregon's talent and mm-hmm. doesn't get out coached all the time, maybe. All right. So uh moving on to the NFL. Okay. Tampa Bay. I mean, I see Tampa Bay Tampa Bay's focusing more towards next week, divisional rival with the Saints. Gonna be a good game, I think. I hope. But mm-hmm. they just they can't. They got to do something. Their offense needs to create more than that. Playing the yeah. Giants, one of the worst defenses in the league right now. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Patriots, Bills. Bills, first time beating the Patriots at at, uh, Cam Newton. at the Patriots Stadium. Gillette in a while. Cam Newton fumbled the ball to lose the game. I mean, it was a great defensive play, but mm-hmm. you, you just can't allow that to happen with 30 seconds left. People are, like, jeopardizing his job. He is, too. He's like, I don't even know if I should be the starting quarterback, but based on how they the other QBs were playing, I don't. I think you have to stick with Cam Newton. Yeah. Uh, Rams-Dolphins. Rams showed up last week against the Bears, but or two weeks ago against the Bears, but last week, Dolphins. Tua. Tua. Mm, terrible game. Hurting. Great first game. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he threw <laughs> 93, 93 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> Phenomenal first game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Colts, Lions. Colts did their thing. Not much to say there. Wilkins, primary carrier, carrier for the Colts this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20 carries, 89 yards and a touchdown. And Naheem Himes for the Colts. Three receptions. 54 yards and two touchdowns with a great touchdown catch on the on the right sideline. That's pretty sweet. And then and he then finished a, it off with a round off 360 black flip or four. Yes, sir. That's pretty uh, sick. Moving on, Bengals beating the Titans. Titans lose two in a row. Uh, Giovanni Bernard stepped up for Joe Mixon out. 62 carries and a touchdown. Uh, Burrow still looking like Burrow. 249, two touchdowns, not a 300-yard game again, but you can't complain there when you end up beating a, a great Titans team. Uh, Derrick Henry still had 112 yards and touchdown. Corey Davis with his probably his best game of his career so far, eight receptions, 128 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, sell him high on fantasy. See what you can get. He could, yep. people Someone could already did that. that in our league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Raiders Browns low scoring game 16 to 6. Raiders took it. Uh nothing impressive. Baker Mayfield looking like a backup quarterback again. 122 yards. Um Josh Jacobs had 31 attempts for 128 yards. Derek Carr 112 yards and touchdown. Not much to say for this game. It was just back and forth punting the ball, turnovers, no scoring. Not much there. Mm-hmm. Um Vikings Packers Dalvin Cook put on yeah. show four touchdowns from Dalvin Cook. Oh my hey, god! Playing, I played him in fantasy this last week. Lost me, pretty much lost because yeah. of him. Yeah, had almost fifty <laughs> points all alone. So, uh, yeah, not much. They're they're getting their they're getting their money's worth in Minnesota. And uh, so Jets Jets play the Chiefs. I I'm just gonna skip over this game. Thirty five to nine Chiefs. Yeah. What did you expect? Nothing else there. Um, Mahomes did have 416 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah. Jeez. 
He has uh, more. I think he has more pass. He has more touch. He had more touchdowns that game than the Jets have had this whole season, or something like that. My my game of the week: Ravens Steelers. Steelers ended up coming up on top after being down in the first half. Scored yeah. fourteen unanswered points in the third, and just got it done. James Conner, forty-seven yards and a touchdown. Uh, J- J.K. Dobbins or J.T. Dobbins had fifteen attempts and one hundred and thirteen yards. Uh, Willie Sneed, five receptions, 106 yards. It was a great game back and forth. Pittsburgh just showing they're one of the top teams in this league this year. Roethlisberger still being able to lead a team pretty good. He's just doing his job. He's efficient. He doesn't need to get a bunch of yards or a bunch of, like, amazing stats. He just needs to get the job done. I like what he's doing. Uh, This was a great game. Chargers-Broncos. Herbert, I feel so bad for him. He's getting so close. They were up, and then the Broncos scored 21 points in the fourth quarter to win by one. It was just Drew Locke to KJ Hamler. Yeah, zero seconds left. Mm -hmm. Uh, Saints Bears. This was a great game. Bears, though, I feel bad. Nick Foles, 272, Mm -hmm. two touchdowns. Allen Robinson, six receptions, 87 in the touchdown every week. Kamara putting up. Wide receiver and running back numbers, 12 attempts, 67 yards, while also having nine receptions for 96 yards. He is just mm, phenomenal. Uh, Seahawks Niners. Seahawks came away with it. Russell Wilson, four touchdowns. Our fourth string, something Dallas, 18 attempts, 41 yards and a touchdown. Metcalf, 261 yards, two touchdowns. Sheesh. Um, Cowboys Eagles. Eagles just took that away. I don't even want to talk about it because I hate that division. They're all horrible. They just Cowboys suck without Dak. Uh, and they're going Wentz, to Wentz just school. sucks. Yeah, uh, Wentz. <laughs> Wentz is horrible. <laughs> Need to draft a new quarterback. Um, Falcons Hicks. Panthers out of our last game. Uh, Falcons beat them. Panthers oh, only three and five. Matt Rule. I like Matt Rule, but I got Panthers got to step it up. Uh, Mike Davis, man, only sixty-six yards. Julio Jones, seven receptions, one hundred and thirty-seven yards. Just uh, Gurley had a tutty. Uh, Still touchdown dependent. Yep. And now uh, looking into next week, what are we thinking? Um, let's do a quick speed run of this. I'm gonna say the game, and you say who you think's winning. Packers, Niners. Packers. Packers. Texans, Jaguars. Texans Jaguars. a better offense. I think, I think Jaguars. Minchu's, Minchu's out, so I got Texans. Oh, Minchu's out? Who's in? Who's in for them? I have no clue. So oh, well, then, yeah, Texans. Definitely Texans. Um, Giants, Washington. Uh, oh, Washington. Washington. Uh, Ravens, Colts. Uh, Ravens, I'm gone. Ah. Uh, Colts D. Ravens. Do something there. Ah, mm. uh, yeah, I'll go with Ravens here. Actually, no. I'm going Colts. I'm going Ooh, Colts. okay. This is going to uh, be a good game. Lions, Vikings. Vikes. Same. Dalvin Cook, healthy. They're, they're starting, they're start, their offense is starting to produce. So mm-hmm. that's what they need if they want to start winning games because I don't know how their record's looking, but it's not good. Bears, Titans. Bears. <laughs> I think that's going to be a defensive game. Yeah. So I, I think I'm, I think the Bears are going to win that one. 
I'm going Titans on that. Derrick Henry is going to run for I think Khalil Mack yards. is the true king. Yeah, Jadavion Clowney is not playing that good this year. Mm-hmm. Chiefs, Panthers, I think Chiefs, easy. Yeah, Chiefs. Next, next game. Uh, Seahawks, Bills, I got the Hawks. Bills hasn't – they this haven't is, been playing This well. is a good game. Bills haven't been looking good recently, but yeah. I still think you never know. You can't underestimate the opponent. So – Josh Allen's playing not as good of a defense, so he's probably going to have a good game, but you never know. Yeah, I, I think it's Hawks, though. Yes, yeah, to go. I got to go yeah. with my hometown. All right, Broncos, Falcons. Drew Locke. Ah, no, no, no. I'm going with Julio's going to have a great game. Julio's yeah. going to have a great game against them. And I'm going with the Broncos. All right, Raiders, Chargers. Chargers, come on. I'm going Raiders. I think the Raiders will win, but I, I, I need, Herbert needs some wins, man. Dolphins, Cardinals. I'm going with the Cardinals because Dolphins have Miles Gaskin out. They don't really have a running back, so they got Burita. He's nah, okay. he's out too. Oh, he's out. Yeah. Oh. Cardinals by a long shot. Cardinals for sure. Steelers, Tyler Cowboys. Murray. I think it's an easy choice. Let's Don't, just skip yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Saints, Bucks. That'll be a good game. I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with the Michael Saints because the Saints' rush defense is really good. They're not going to be able to. But so passing... Tampa Bay is looking to beat them, though, because they lost to the Saints week one. It's going to be a high-scoring game. but mm-hmm. I, be, I actually uh... got the Buc- – I'm going to choose the Buccaneers. All right, into the final game, two terrible teams, Patriots, Jets. I think the Jets are just too terrible. Patriots are winning that. If if the Patriots lose, oh my! I don't know what to say. They got to do a rebuild if they lose. Facts. Thanks for listening to Prime Sports at KMIH eighty eight nine The Bridge. Uh, we're your hosts, Jack, Chris, and Garrett, and we'll see you next week.